uh, hello and good morning from where you're listening from. It's my hope and prayer God has kept you in good health and faith. People of God, we need to pray. Why? One, because we are not out of the woods yet. And two, it's a necessity. We are told to continue earnestly in prayer in 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Pray without ceasing. In a famous quote I like to say in 2 Chronicles 7.14 says that, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek me and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and answer their prayer and pour a blessing. There are many examples in the Bible on the need to pray. Philippians 4, 6-7 says this, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends human understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. You see, God wants us to pray, to come to Him with uh, not only through praises and worship, but also through prayer. Matthew 7, 7 to 11 says this, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks the door will be opened. Which of you, is, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you, then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? You see? This was a question Jesus was asking that if our earthly fathers know how to give good gifts, what about our heavenly father, the one we call our maker? Uh, reading through the Bible of the great men and women who encountered God and had their prayer answered, they give him a name, a name they... Uh, they give because of how God came through for them. Haggai, the servant to Sarah, com, uh, calls him Bea Lahai Roy, which means, well of living one who sees me. In Genesis chapter 16, verses 13 to 14, you see, Samuel calls him Yahweh. Moses too, in Israel's fight against the Amalekites, he calls him my banner. All these names, if you may or may not have noticed, they, they call him uh, because of how God came through when they needed him most, when they had nothing else other than to hold on to hope. Though the circumstances, look to be working against them. Uh, like in Moses' story, 
Aaron and his brother Aaron noticed that whenever Moses' sons were up, they were winning against the Amalekites. But once he puts them down, the Amalekites overpower them and so they make a, a, a seat. They make Moses sit on a stone and they aid in maintaining his hands to stay up. And they stay that way for a long hour until they completely destroyed the Amalekites. And so Moses couldn't think of a better name other than Maibana for that uh, for that is how God manifested himself in that way. In answering Moses uh, and the Israelite prayer, in defeating the Amalekites, the Lord, my banner, Yahweh, Elohim, you see, all these are the good names people call God. The story of Anna in First Samuel chapter 1, we get to hear of, how the co-wife, who is called Penina, always used Anna's circumstance of being barren as a means to attack and bring her down. And Anna, day in, day out, whenever she found an opportunity, presented a request to God to a point that one day the priest Eli accused her of drunkenness. Another biblical example is found in Esther's from chapters 3 to 5, where a man named uh, Haman had power get into his head that even though he was influential and wealthy, the one fact that Mordecai, who was a gate man, could bow to him, made him angry, very, very angry, that he abused his position and talked to the king into signing a decree that was meant to wipe out the whole Jewish community. When Mordecai learns of it and he used to sit at the king's gate because he was like a watchman, he tore his robes, put on sackcloth sack and uh, ashes upon his head and prayed, lamenting. Uh, his action reached uh, Esther who inquired of his reason to do so. And Mordecai tells him and put Esther between a rock and a tough stone. And uh, uh, he tells him in Esther uh, verses 13 of chapter 4. And uh, this is a verse that encourages me whenever I feel alienated or ignored or uh, a missed opportunity uh, that it's, it's not up to me, but up to the one seated at the places where uh, I, 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 I was seeking that opportunity. And uh, this is what it says in uh, verse 13 of chapter 4. Mordecai tells Esther this, uh, he tells, he tells Esther, just a minute, I read, he sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. 
and who knows but that you have come to a royal position for such a time as this. Yes, just as Mordecai tells Esther and reminds her she was at that place because of God and for such a time as this is the same way I console myself and, and uh, uh, as a testimony, truly God brings deliverance from elsewhere. Uh, this verse should also caution those uh, that downplay and ignore others. Away from that, uh, back to Esther's story. Esther orders Mordecai to command the Jews to fast for three days about the matter, seeking God to intervene. And with this, she gets the courage to take up the role and even says, and if I perish, I perish, which she doesn't, uh, but rather kickstart the deliverance process. In a study that I study with Revive School, a devotion flow from Laura Martin read, God can still do the impossible today. The Lord moves as the Esthers, and that is put in quote, of this generation rise up in boldness, courage, and dependence on God alone. Esther didn't depend on her position. She fasted and prayed and then asked the entire people group to join her, all while depending on a faithful God. God does the impossible when we have faith, even if small as a mustard seed. Pray precisely and direct prayers. First, seek the Lord and wait for His timing. You may not know how big God can move until you take a big leap of faith. Take courage and don't be afraid. Go ahead and take that step of faith today. Yes, take the step that makes you think, but what if? Have faith. Because the Lord is with you. I don't know who this message is for. It could be me. Yes, this I felt is for me. And that is why I will not stop seeking God for my country, for my family, and for my friend and me. And would like to ask you to join me as the one Faith who believe in God, as the one who uh, believes in God and commit our country, family, and we ourselves to God. Let us be like the persistent woman in Luke 18, 1 to 18 that uh, Jesus talks of, and we shall see deliverance. Hope you start today, my brother and sister. That has been my sharing. Thank you and may God bless you. Are you hungry for it?